Okay, okay, okay. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night at whatever time you may view this particular live stream. I'm your host, Darshan McElroy. Uh, hopefully the audio sounds good. I'm not too for sure. We're going to check up on it here in a second. Um, but let's just double check. Let's quadruple check, check, see what we got. I know we, we're probably looping over. Let's see. We're going to go ahead and end that right, right now. My bad, my bad, my bad. You know, you know how we do. Uh, StreamYard, do whatever it want to do, you know. But we're going to get it together, man. It's your boy, Darshan McAway in the building. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Let me check the audio on the big speaker. Make sure everything's good. Oh, we sounding good. We sounding like we in the studio, baby. That's right. That's because we in the studio. It's going down. Anytime you see this green microphone, we in the studio, baby. You may see me in my car. You may see me uh, out in public. But for the most part, I be trying to be in the studio, man. I be trying to be at home. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. The love of a man. The love of a man. Oh, man. You know what, guys? Yeah. I, we'll take the glasses off. We'll take the glasses off. It's daytime. No, I feel comfortable with the glasses on. Forget y'all. I feel comfortable with the glasses on. That way I can go ham. I can go in when the glasses on. You know, I because you, you can't see what I'm looking at. I'm talking to you. Now, but let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Um, you know, throughout my lifetime, I'm 40 years old. I'm 40 years of age. 40 years of age. I'm not old. I feel young at heart. I like to have fun. I like to do a, a lot of different things. And at my age, you start to realize that you do get set in your ways with certain things. But for the most part, you start to understand that you still want to be who you are. You know, you still want to be able to feel. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm a man. I use the word feeling. Oh, oh my gosh. He feels he ain't a man. You still want to feel a certain type of way. As a matter of fact, if you look outside the world, no matter what you do, everything that we do is a feeling that transitions into thinking. The feeling comes first, and then the thought to react to the intuition comes second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. So, you're going to always live your life feeling some type of way as a man. I get it. As a man, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be made out of everything, every element that's in the earth. You're supposed to be made out of water, fire, uh steel, gold, platinum. I mean every element that you can think of, you're supposed to be made out of that. Therefore, if you're made out of those things, that don't have feeling, you shouldn't feel as a man. That, that's what the world has said to me. That I shouldn't feel as a man. Therefore, you, you need to only just think. I get it. I understand it. That's not reality. How do I know that's not reality? Look at the news headlines. When a man gets a divorce, what do, well, I'm not going to say most men, but what do those men do when they get a divorce 
they act out a feeling and they take out their whole family. <laughs> this this is crazy. And it's not even a comparison and I don't even condone it. But when men and women go through a divorce, when those two relationships, they fail, the men and the women, they take out the whole family. That's not a, that, that's not just a thought process. That's a feeling that doesn't stop hurt. That doesn't stop pain. It, it's a continuation. It's not even premeditated. It's it's action. It's, it's, it's go time. It's I'm doing this. We've seen thousands of videos. Thousands, if not millions by now, we have seen thousands of videos of men and women taking out their entire family. Their entire family, because someone has more custody of the child than the other. And what does that tell you? What what does that say to you, aside from the part that there could be mental issues? Whichever party acted out the worst means that that person loved the children the most. And now here you go. You're going to take my child from me. You're going to take my child from me. The, my very existence, a gift that I gave to you, the seed that I gave to you, you're going to take it away from me because I'm not doing what you want. I mean, think about it. When people get divorced, it, the money's not there. The sex is not there. I'm not doing what you want. I'm never home. I'm this. I'm that. I'm uh, I. We're not we're not taught these things coming up as kids. We just kind of just see it. We see it. And we mimic it. But there's rationale behind it. There's a foundation behind these things. And I'm only going to focus on men, the love of a man. That's all I'm going to focus on today, the love of a man. I'm only going to focus on that today because I can't speak on the love of a mother. I, I understand that the love of a mother is 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 tiresome, right? Is it, it never ends. It never ends. And, and and if you're fortunate enough to have a father in your life or to have a man in your life growing up as a kid or just having your parents, you are extremely blessed. And what you have to start to understand today, what you have to start understanding today that most men if not your fathers, don't have the type of time that they would prefer to give you growing up as a child. Why? Because men have to work. We got to get out here and do things. There are men on so many different levels of the job spectrum that they necessarily, they don't want to, they, listen, let me just say this. I'm going to speak for all men. If we can have the opportunity to pick our schedule and work as much as we want to work while still getting the money that we supposed to get for the whole year, we would. We would. We would under the circumstance that if we have a loving home, if we have a woman that we are in love with. I'm going to tell you right now, I got a few stories. I got a few stories. I'm talking about pure passionate love that you guys you want it you want it but you're not you're not ready for it because we hear so many stories of if i fall in love with this woman if i give her my all she's just gonna run me down and we see the scenarios of women running down men 
physically. But here's the thing I want to say, man. Here's the thing I want to say. And I, I want to give a, a huge, a huge contribution. This is the, the biggest uh, tribute to my dad when I was coming up. I didn't understand relationship dynamics. I didn't understand it. Who's going to understand it when they're like seven years old, right? My story is, and this is just true to what I know for myself. My story was, I didn't know that my parents were split. When I was about seven years old, I didn't even know I had a dad. I, I, I heard what a dad was, but I didn't know I had a dad. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I would go to school. I'm in kindergarten. I'm in pre-K. I see kids getting picked up. And, oh, that's my daddy. And you can hear the words, but I don't, I'm like, I don't need, what, what is a dad? And I remember, I distinctively remember the first time me meeting my dad, just to my knowledge, my first time meeting him, he was in like this little red car. He was with my cousin and he came to pick me up. And I remember my mom saying, oh, your dad's here. And I looked at my little sister and I say, we got a dad. And she said, what's that? I said, I don't know, but we got one. And in that, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, man, his, this dude looks familiar. I've seen you before. Now, you got to understand, my father was in Memphis, Tennessee, and I'm in West Palm Beach, Florida. I'm looking at this guy like, man, you look, I've seen you before. I, I, oh, I know I've seen you. Hey, hey, I'm telling myself, I've seen him before. We're young. We're kids. We're children. We're tiny. We no thought concept. We're getting ready to leave our mom for the whole entire summer. The whole entire summer. I don't even know what that is. I just know I'm not going back to school. That's, that's what this is what I remember. You're going with your dad for the whole summer. I'm thinking, oh, we're leaving mama. Well, we're leaving. We out of here. Cool. There's a point when you're a kid, you're like, man, my mama keep on telling me no. Uh, she aggravate me. She don't want to fix me what I want. As a child, you're going to get frustrated with certain things. That's, that, we're going to have a real conversation. So I was ready to leave my mom. Great. I'm going with this guy who's, who she says is my dad. And I remember asking, what's your name? Can you believe that? Can you believe that? I'm asking, what's his name? He says, my name is Terry. So I say, what should I call you? You can call me daddy. So I look at my little sister. My sister's about two years younger than me. Look at my little sister and say, that's our dad. And from there, he knew that whatever he did, the connection between us was severed. It was gone. I grew up my entire childhood life until my teenage years being a summer kid. I'm a summer child. I used to see my dad in the summer times. The connection and relation he had with my mother, it wasn't good for them. It was it was in between for us. It came down to the point where it 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 became somewhat uncomfortable to a to a certain point that 
throughout the years as we were growing up as kids from nine, well, let me say some seven, eight, nine, my sister was like, I don't want to go. So now I would go for the summertime because why? why? What happens when you have split children? You, you have a boy and a girl. You have the mom and the dad. They own two different sides of the United States. Guess what? Guess where the boy is going? The boy is going with the father to learn how to be a man. The girl is going to stay at home with the mom and pick up on her ways. She's not. Listen, listen, I'm being very specific with my words. The girl is going with the mom to pick up on her ways, not to become a woman. The boy goes with the man to become a man. And in that, as I'm growing up throughout the years, I hear the conversations about my, my father when it comes to my mom, and I started to recognize, I say, man, he really loved my mama. I would hear the stories of how he met her, what he felt, and I could hear, I can see, I can feel the love that he had for my mother. I'm talking about just, I'm when I say that my father poured into me so much how much he loved my mama. I picked up on the same thing and I say, man, I can't wait to love like my dad did. So as the years kept on going, I didn't ask my father about the relationship between him and my mother of like why they broke up. They, they kept that from us until I was about about a good 18 years old. I was about 18 years old when I asked him, why did y'all split? And the truth finally came out. I, I guess they knew that no, no matter how young you were, you wouldn't understand why your parents are split. There is not a kid in this world who grows up within a marriage or grows up seeing both of their parents together for a long time that don't want they keep their parents to stay together. Children, they want their kids. I mean, they excuse me. They want their parents to stay together because that's what they know. That's what they see. That's what they understand. That's all I've understood. My whole premise of why I became the most prominent best-selling author in today's time, the reason why I have this, what you see, is because I grew up off of the notion of what is love? There have, there, there have been a countless amount of women who I have given my heart, so to speak, to show you, no, I love you. You, you, <coughs> you haven't experienced this. This, listen, this passion that I have for you is 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 solely up to you. And and what happens with most men when we start when I'm gonna say this: what happens with most young boys as we start to grow up? There is an infatuation. There's lust. There's love. There's light, but. There is a point in a young man's life where he looks at a young girl and he goes, man, I, I really love her. And what happened to, to me back in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s was I, would, I wouldn't just fall in love. I would take my father's stories about how he loved my mother and I would apply that same emotion to a woman showing her like, hey, this is us. We we this is us. This is us. 
And what I started to recognize as I was growing up, I started to recognize that, and this is a very, very young age, teenage years, going into my early 20s. I started to recognize that I say these girls don't know what they want. You 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 don't have a clue. You you have the the tiniest percentage. You have the tiniest perception of how when a when when a man loves you how how do you perceive that? How do you accept it? A big portion in today's time why a lot of men will not and have not given you their heart and their soul to bear is because women will trample on your emotion. They will use that against you. There's not a man out there, and correct me if I'm wrong, put it in the chat if you will, put it in the comments. There's not a man out there who does not want to love 100% with the woman and say, listen, it's me and you. It's us. Oh, snap. We got kids. It's us. But then when you treat him a certain type of way, he goes, man, hold on. Why, 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 why? You, you acting different. You acting, you acting real brand new. And then when you get into conversations about splitting, the woman said, I don't want you to see your kids at all. You go, hold up. This ain't got nothing to do with money. This has everything to do with how I feel about my children. You don't want me to see my kids at all? Yeah, you ain't never here. You Here's the age old one, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. You ain't never home. Wait, 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 wait. Do you see the house that we live in? I'm never home. I got to pay for it. I haven't figured out how to get money coming in while me being here at the house. I haven't figured it out. Most men will never figure it out. There's just certain opportunities that you overlook and never come your way for you to figure out, well, I can always be around you. I can always be attentive to you. I can always be with the kids. I, I, I got money coming. That, that's not average. That's not average. Most people in today's time, they got to go to work. You're not going to find a man who's a king. You're not going to find a woman who's a queen. You're not going to find a person who got all the money in the world. It's, it's levels. It, 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 it just doesn't happen that way. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> it just doesn't happen that way. So you ask yourself and you hear all the rumblings of today's time. You start hearing that. Well, men don't they don't know how to love. You go, wait, 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 wait. Have you seen the news articles about what some of the men do when you take their children away from them? Have you have you read those? Extremely disheartening. We're talking about men who say, well, if I can't have my children, you can't have them either. Everybody's gone. And the same thing with the women. There was a woman just a few months ago and if you have children around, please take them out of the room. Come back to this later. But there was a woman a few months ago that blamed. Uh, I think it was just her boyfriend who got who. Excuse me. Who got primary custody of their child? She 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 
let's just say the child is no longer here. These scenarios on both sides are happening every day. It's just not reported on the news every day because it can be disheartening. How do I know about it? Just in my just in my statehood, I got people who uh, I just say I got colleagues, if you will, that work for the departments of the of, of police authorities, and they tell me these scenarios when we go out to smoke cigars. I'm in a cigar shop. I'm 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 chilling. I'm yeah yeah, and and dude, he he need to vent. I'm like ah yeah all right cool, cool, cool. you know what it's a safe it's a safe space. It's a safe space. Go ahead. What's going on? He tell me the scenario. And I go, what? He go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some friends right now. I got a, I got a homeboy. I can call him up right now. He'll tell you about his company. He's out there saving children from their parents. From, from what I'm telling you about, the, the infatuation of the, what a father has for his children, the love that he has, the protection that he has, if I know that the mom is treating my kids this way, well, you can't have them and I can't, we, we out of here together. We're gone. That's what's happening. And these are people that I know. These are people who started companies to try to help save the kids from the infatuation of the wrong type of love. Because when a man loves, he loves. He loves everything about you. He loves every aspect of the children. You don't understand that when a man sees a child, <clears throat> he sees a, a replication of himself in the boy or the girl. And he does his very best. He does his absolute best to be a provider and a protector. But here, here we hear as a man, men don't know how to love. Men only want to have sex. Men only want this. A man wants to be acknowledged as a man and be around his family. What takes him away from his family is the sheer fact that he has to work because he's not a king. He's not a person who created a multi-billion dollar product that can stay at home all day. And if he did stay at home all day, he would probably be bored because he needs something to tinker with. He needs something to do. And this is, this is going to sound crazy coming from me, but as much as men want to have sex, He's not going to have sex with you every single hour. It, it's not maybe every single day. <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> maybe every single day until you hit your menstrual and stuff like that. But he wants to have a, a substantial. Listen to me. He wants to have a substantial amount of sex with you because that is a portion of his love. And as a woman at any stage of your relationship or your marriage, if you don't understand that, then you have been sadly misguided. For some men, for some men, it is about pure respect. For other men, it's about sex. There's another category, a subcategory of men who don't measure up, and if they get an opportunity to have sex, that's what it's all about. They have some. They have to pay for it. It's just. It's just different. But for the most part, when a man loves a woman, when a man falls in love, many women have never experienced that. What you guys would call it is he's being a simp. 
what's a simp in layman's terms? A simple man. A hempack man. A man who does everything that a woman tells him to do. But when a man loves a woman, he chose up. He decided to say, you know what, listen, this is the woman that I want. I'm going to give everything to her because I don't feel like she's trying to misguide me. Uh, I've seen her intentions. Hell, I've been there when she delivered the baby. Uh, I was there. You're there. You're there. That that's that's your woman, married or unmarried. If you if what I'm talking about are people who are in like committed relationships, they don't feel too high high key about marriage, but they're going to be together and they're just sticking it out. But then somewhere down the line, it just the twigs break. It just breaks in half, and you go, all right, dang, what am I going to do? And you realize that you start falling in and out of love with each other, and then you you know you go your separate ways. But I'm talking about people who really want to be together. Those are the people I'm talking about. And I, and I think back on the times just coming up as a young man of some of the girls that I was in love with. And I was like, man, they were not ready. They were not ready for the love that I was giving them. And it, it wasn't even what you would call soft or simpish. It was me saying like, hey, if it's me and you against everybody else, then it's just me and you. Nibbling on the ear, the touch. Uh, w- women do not understand. Man. Women do not understand. And maybe maybe some of y'all do. Women don't understand that if, if, you, if you believe in the scripture, right, if you read the word, I'm talking about the Bible. Adam, and that just, just, Put, put yourself in that position. God creates you. You realize that you're naming male and female creatures of every species. And you're naming it. And you're at, you're, you know, wherever he was, he's, he's just out there. You're naming it. And then God goes, oh, whoa, oh, snaps. I'm tripping. I didn't even give you no, I didn't give you nobody. That man, hold on. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I need uh I need I need you to take a nap. And you take a nap. Just just tr- trust me. I need you to take a nap. Go ahead and lay down. He lay down, do a little surgery on him, take out his rib, and he he forms a woman. He forms him a mate. You've been naming everybody else, you've been watching what they're doing, they've been creating baby giraffes and elephants, and they got families. And here you are, dominion over the earth. You're naming everything because I'm bringing it in front of you. You're naming everything, but I didn't I didn't give you anyone to name. I didn't give you anyone for you to love. So when men fall in love or are in love, where do you think it comes from? But somewhere throughout the centuries, right, everything evolves. Somewhere throughout the centuries, you start to realize that, oh, no, no, women, they want to be loved, all right? They just want to be loved by who they want to be loved by and, and when they want to be loved. So when you find a guy who you know, and we've heard, we've all heard this, when you find, when you find a man that you know is a nice guy, the nice guy gets taken advantage of when the nice guy is the one who loves you the best. 
And you've heard plenty of stories of women say, well, I had a guy, he did this and he did that, but he was just too soft. He, he was lame. And you go, and, and then when you think back, when you hear their story, you see the videos, when you hear their story and you go back, you go, yeah, that probably was the best dude for you. Did you have kids? No, I ain't had no kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you meet him? Oh, I met him in high school. Yeah, that was the dude. Oh, I met him in college. Yeah, yeah, that was the dude. Because now, when, when women meet a man now, guess what they do? They go on a car carousel because they're trying to find the dude who was nice to them. The dude who was in love with them. How do I know this? I've written about this so many times. I had a conversation. I'm not going to say when. I had a conversation with a young lady who have I've known. She's married now. And she still thinks about the time that me and her were together. And I go, that was eons ago. And she's been comparing her husband to me after all this time. We're talking about 20 plus years. Why? Because the love that I had felt for her and I showed, it was genuine and she knew it. She absolutely knew it. So I keep on hearing men don't know how to love. Men are incapable of love. No, 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 no. You just don't know how to receive the love. You don't, you don't, the thing is, you don't know when love is in front of your face. You just, you just don't. You have a, you have men, you have men who are, who are inspired by women to bend and reshape the world to make it better for you. And I'm talking about, there's a man who works at a place that sees your frustration as a woman and he goes and creates something to make it better for you. Let's 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 give one example. One, just one example. The the maxi pad or the tampon. It wasn't even created by a woman. There was a man who saw the frustration of the women in his family who created the tampon. He made it just that much more easier for women. Somebody who he was inspired by. So you have these different inventions, these different things. Because there was a man who who cared enough to just change it for you to make it better for you. And now you you are married, right? You're in a relationship. You have a man going to work. You have your man going to work to provide for you. And then when he comes home, you give him your ass to kiss. You have the the audacity to tell him what you doing here. Why, why? Listen, tell me if you heard this before. Why are you home so early? You look around, you be like, ain't this, this, this my place. You just so happen to stay here. You better check. Hey, check it at the window. Your name ain't on the mortgage. Your name ain't on the lease. Your name ain't on nothing. But then everybody wants to compare and say that a man don't know how to love. Men are evil. All they want is sex. Let me tell you something about sex. Let's get into it. Let's, let's talk about sex. 
If you have a husband, let's go into the marriage world real quick. If you have a husband, let's do this. Let me bring up StreamYard. If you have a husband and your husband wants to have sex with you as many times as possible, that's a man who loves you. Especially if you, you're too thin, you're too fat, and, and he still wants to. That's love. It may not be the type of love that you prefer, but that's love. And a lot of women overlook, and I mean sincerely overlook the fact that the man that they're with, they love you. Do you not understand that at any stage of life, whether you're married or unmarried, that a man can simply pack up his stuff and just deal with the consequences of just leaving you flat out? The moment you get into one argument, a guy can be like, yep, you know what? I see this 18 years down the line. I'm out of here. I'm gone. But then you have so many men that put up with the verbal and physical altercations of their relationship to stay there with their children because they know that how important they are to their kids. Men are important. A man is important to any child. Point blank, period. It's just important. But then you, you say, and I keep on hearing it, man. I keep on hearing it. A man is incapable of love. And the thing that bothers me about that is maybe some men are. Maybe some men are, but not all. I remember I got engaged uh, two times before I got married. I got engaged two times before I got married, and that was because the women that I had met, I, I loved them. I did. I, I, was, I was in love with them. I did things for them that I didn't think I was capable of, because I grew up with a certain type of discipline. I actually grew up remotely selfish. The money I had was, it was my money. Let me tell you something. You have never met a man, even to this day, I'm still the same way, but I, I've leaned up a little bit. You have never met a man who will tell you what I have is mine and where we're going, you're going to pay for your bill. You, we we going Dutch and we're together. You haven't met that type of dude. That's who I am. Because I got tired of being of, of having people get over on me. I, I gave you an opportunity. I saw it. I go, all right, one time is enough. So after a while. After my previous engagements, I started cutting pieces of my heart off. Uh, you know, that 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 was back in uh, 1988. That's going uh, 1990. Oop, 1993. Now, oh, 1996, 1997. All right. I ain't got too much heart left. I'm done. Icebox. <laughs> Icebox where my heart used to be. That was my jam when it came out. I was like, oh, snap. So Marion feeling the way I feel. I got an ice box where my heart used to be. I got an ice box. 
And that's when it got cold. I, I would say it got cold a couple years before that song came out, but I put the icebox there. Because I got tired of being taken advantage of. And I'm like, man, I, I'm really being sincere. And it happens to a lot of us men. It happens to us a lot. And this is why I wanted to come out with this book. Because a lot of people do not understand the difference between the two. When we turn into boyfriends, we almost, you know what they say about the word almost, it's just not, it's not there all the way. We almost turn into husbands because we are trying to prove to that particular young lady that, hey, I can, I can be this, I can be this person that you want me to be. I can be this. You're not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready. Because to be a husband, and, and let me be very clear when I say this, to be a husband is to know that you will either bury your children or your wife before you die. And at any given time frame, there is a story that I have to revise to put in, in my book now of a husband, and this, you can look this up, this just happened a few weeks ago, of a husband who got married, and the same day he got married was the same day that his wife died. Let me say it again. The day that they got married was the same day, the exact same day that she died. How traumatic is that for not only just him, but both sides of the family? You think he's going to jump back into another relationship anytime soon? He's scarred for the rest of his life. Why? Because he's sitting up there. He planned the whole thing. They did it all together. And she got hit by a drunk driver while she was in a golf cart. Somebody was driving. It just so happened to be the staff people who were serving the wedding at the resort hit the wife on the day of her marriage. She died a few hours later. He got hit too, but he survived. Do you think that he wish he still survived? No. No. Look it up. Go look at it. Uh, man and woman, uh, wife dies the day of her wedding. What you're going to find out is that that scenario is so common. So what am I saying to you? That's the duties of a husband. He, ha he has to plan the funeral of his wife. At any stage, at any timeline, even the day of. So I ask you, are you ready to be a husband? Do, do you have that type of love in order to let go? Do you have the type of love that you notice that I got to bury you? What has she done to him for him to hate her? He, she ain't do nothing yet. As a matter of fact, they got married. She did everything correct. She did everything right. She did everything so right. You know what? I'm going to marry you. you. You the one. You the one, girl. You the one, girl. Then to find out, I didn't. I didn't think that you were gonna 
pass away. I thought I at least had 30 years with you. I thought I had an opportunity to at least have at least one kid. Do, do women not understand that when a man goes with you unprotected, that not only does his life flash before his eyes, because we hear about all the traumatic stories about children being taken away from us, children passing away, going through a divorce, uh, being broke, living in your car, living on the street, becoming homeless. Do you women not recognize that the chance that a man takes to be with you to, unprotected to give you his seed is it's not only just love, but sometimes it, be it can be considered as insane. Because that's how far the love goes. That I'm I'm willing to risk it all with you because I, I believe and I hope and you inspire me so much. I know you're going to stay with me. But then we fast forward. We, di we dive back into the past, coming into the future, and we see so many men in our families, so many men throughout history who had the same thought, the same belief by saying, like, I love this woman. I didn't think it was going to go this way. Go through the most tumultuous divorces and breakups in the world. And we sit back and we ask ourselves, why? Oh, because that's what we consider to be love. Foolish, stupid, ignorant, but the man did love you. He, lo he loved you. He loved you so much that he created with you. This is why sex used to be looked at. It's, it's not a game because you, you, you actually are creating a living being, whether male or female, and it's not just out of love, but as in your creation, because God is a creator, he created us in his image, his likeliness. Therefore, we have to create the same thing. And you create something that you love. When God created things, he wasn't creating out of hate. He wasn't just creating. just He was creating out of love. So therefore, a man creates with you out of love. But we overlook that so much because I don't like the way you eat your food or you always gone from the house or I, you know what? I, I don't like the way you talk or I don't like the way you dress and I don't want to be with you no more. I, I don't love you. I'm unhappy. And the man goes, well, God, leave. What, what, what have you heard men complain about towards women? What have you heard? You only hear about the characteristics of how that woman treated that man. No, there's no more intimacy. She don't talk to me no more. She don't hug me. She don't kiss me. It's, but all that, well, I'm not happy with her. No, dude, it's the touch. Why, why is it the touch? Why is it the touch? Let's, let's, let's go a step further. What, what, what did God do to Adam? What, what did he take from him? What did he take? He went inside and took something, took a rib. Therefore, I need, I, need, I need to feel something from you. Something's been taken away from me. And I'm looking for that feeling from you. That's why we go back early into the stream. Everything that we think about comes from a feeling at first. It's a feeling that leads into the intuition, which turns into the thought of thinking. 
Now, you don't have to go around every time you're in a conversation saying, I feel like this, I feel like that. But when I hear people say, I think, I know the thought process comes from a feeling first because you have to feel it in order to think it. There's no other way around it. So the love of a man, when you, as a, from one man to another, when you see children and you see that father around, you look at, most men look at those kids and go, man, he loved those kids. Yeah, he loved those kids. You very seldomly see, very seldomly see a man who does not love his children. I and my in one of my businesses, I go around and I see I see these big houses. I see mansions. I see uh, single family homes, multifamily homes. I see everything. And when I see the home and I see the kids playing in in the yard or the backyard, I go, man, that that man love them kids right there, boy. Look 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 what look what <coughs> excuse me, look what he built for them. Look look what he bought. I'll put it to you that way. Look what he bought. Probably built it too, but look what he bought. And those kids, they have the, your children have the slightest clue. Listen to me clearly. Your children have the slightest clue what you're going through financially and emotionally, not only with the world, but with the woman that you're with. And what your children know is, and if you heard me from earlier, hey, I'm telling my sister, we got a dad. That's our daddy right there. That's all your children know. That's all they know. My dad going to have fun with me. My dad going to give me some food. My dad going to buy me a toy. My dad, my dad, my dad, my dad, my dad, my mom, my mom, my dad. That's all they know. And throughout history, what it has always shown us is that women are trying to take the love away from a man. One of the best things a man can ever do is give you a child and create with you. And what happens when you take a creation away from the creator? It's going to hurt them. It's damaging. Imagine painting something for 15 years of your life, 30 years of your life, with someone to come up and take a match and light it up in flames. You're not going to be like, oh, well, I'll just create another one. It's only one original. It's only going to be one. You can only make one child. Unless they're twins, you can only make one. And women take it and they blow it up in flames. And then they blame him by saying, well, I'm unhappy. And you look at the circumstances of the couple and you realize that she's a housewife. You're working, you're working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. And somewhere in her mind, she thinks that you don't want to be there. Why? Because if you wanted to be here, you'll be here. Yeah, but we, we got bills, though. And I ain't really got no help. I need you to help me a little bit. 
And she's thinking, well, I need you to help me. I need you to be more into me. So there's this weird dynamic between the two. Where it's like, well, what do we do? Well, we might, listen, here's the scenario. We might as well split up because you don't want to be here no more. And then you're not helping me. So we might as well get a divorce. We might as well split up. And you go, wait, wait a minute. What kind of goddamn sense does that make? Here I am. I signed a 30-year mortgage to live here in this state. The, the mortgage is $7,000. We got a, 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 a 5,000 square foot home. We got three cars. None of them are paid for. You just add it up. Add every whatever bill you want to add, just throw it in there. The bill salad, just throw it in there. We want some carrots, some tomatoes, and paying for everything. And she goes, "Well, you're not here all the time." He goes, "Well, look what look what I I'm I'm building something for you to be comfortable." God gave me dominion over the earth. I'm getting favor. I got credit cards. I got some money, but we got favor because people are giving us things. But yet, you you're not happy. And the man's going to always be spinning his wheels. Always. And then let's throw in, as the kids get older, they lose the gratitude and appreciation for what you're doing. You aging. They growing up. Your wife aging too. Right? And you still working. And the kids are like, oh, I can't stand my daddy. He ain't never here. And then you're thinking, man, I got to make sure my kids have a roof over their head. Oh, snaps. They about to graduate a little bit. I got to make sure that I get him a car. But your kid go like, he ain't never here. He don't never do nothing with us. And then your wife like, he ain't never here. I hate him. And it's... and you go, wait, wait, hold up. What am I doing this for? What, what, what is this about? Why am I here? Yeah, you know what? I, I might as well leave. I might as well. I'm going to hit the door. Because there's no appreciation for me here. There's no respect for me here. There's no intimacy for me here. There's no love for me here. You think a man knows when he's not being loved? When we, when men, to me, and my, this is my personal opinion, when men embody the infatuation of love. What do you hear more stories of when a man gets down on a bended knee to ask a woman for her hand in marriage? I love it when I see women propose to men. I, 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 good. Thank you. Yeah, switch it up. Because traditionally, you would see the man asking a woman, and then the man's waiting on the woman, and she hesitating. He like, he like, did, did she say, did she say yes? Did, I, I ain't here. What'd you say? She say, yeah, yes. Wait, 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 hold on. I got all these cameras, all these people. <laughs> Would you take my hand and marry? Would you marry me? Yeah. You were like, what, man? Hold up. So I love it when I see, and I hope they're real. I love it when, when, when women ask the man to marry them. It's unconventional. It looks a little awkward, but I love it. Why? Because someone's taking in this and say, you know what? I, I do love you. I do appreciate you. That's what marriage is. You're saying to the person, listen, I've been around enough to know that you're the one for me. Out of all the millions of women, you're the one. Out of all the millions of men, you're the one. I, I want to do this thing with you. You make me laugh. But the problem, the problem comes down to this. We look at the marriage as the end-all, be-all. 
the marriage is just the commitment and the license to have children. Because the state, if you go through it the state-wise, they want to know that, hey, you guys are going to be responsible for the kids. You're going to be responsible for these kids? Because that's what we want to know. Now, we know, and you know what's so funny? What's so funny about the court system and attorneys who deal with divorce, they know there's a fine amount of time before you two can't get along. Oh, yeah, we figure, we, we give you minimum about seven years. That's why it's, what is it called? The seven-year itch? Oh, we give you about seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah. look good. It was cute. Oh, it was cute. But yeah, yeah, um, we'll give you about seven years. That's why there's a huge congratulations for people who make it past seven years. You get into 12, 15, 20, 25. What starts to look crazy is when men and women hear that a person got a divorce at 25 years and they look at you and say, well, what the hell is I here for you? You've been married for 25 years. You might as well stay with the person. How old are you? 50, 60, 70? What you doing? Y'all might as well go back and hang out. We let the title of husband and wife through marriage, we let that consume us. It's an entitlement to it. You're still the same person you was when y'all were boyfriend and girlfriend and y'all were cut buddies. It's just that y'all got kids that you just can't walk. Well, you can walk away from them, but it wouldn't be wise. Because when you walk away from children, they turn into to reeks of havoc. Out here in the world. Shout out to everybody who's tuned in. Big shout out to Corey Love. We tagged him in this. I think Corey will like this. I think he'll respect this. <clears throat> why do why do they say that it's important for a man? And this is this is this is oddly enough, they say this. It's more important for the man to be in the home than a woman. <laughs> oh, snaps. Women thought that they were the prize. What do you hear kids talk about the most when they growing up? Man, I wish my dad was around. I would, if my dad was there, I probably would have came out a little bit different. What do you hear women complain about the most? Well, my dad had left, so I felt abandoned. Why do they call it daddy issues? Because daddies are important. Fathers are important. Whether you think the father is present or absent or not, he's important. The child needs to see him. She needs to know that, okay, I know he works from this time to this time, but he's going to come home around this time, and this is my time with my daddy. Because children just need your time. They don't care, they don't care your celebrity status. They don't care what type of Lamborghini you have. Hey, my daddy's coming home. I'm ready to play. You know, just the other day, just the other day, and this is this is so funny. I, I wish I had a I wish I had it near me, but I'll tell you this. I'll give you the, the, the illustration of it. I showed my daughter how I used to fill up water balloons, but I went to go buy the new invention of the water balloons that you can fill up like 20 balloons and like with just turn on the faucet or your water hose, you fill up like 20 balloons at one time. I showed her the nostalgic way of how we used to do water balloons. She fell in love with that way more than a new invention. She said, Daddy, I like y'all old way. I, I like the way you do it. Do you know 
that the water balloons that I filled up for her, she saved them. The bunch of balloons, the ones that's the whole bunch, she, she, she busted all those, but the ones that I did with her under the sink, you know how we used to do it. Take the the the, the, rub, the the balloon and put it under the sink and then hold the balloon and then hold the top, fill it up, and then when you get heavy enough, you tie it up. She liked that idea better than a bunch of balloons. Dads are important. Do you know how much love was in that? Hey, let me show you what, what we used to do. What, let, me, let me show you how I used to do a water balloon. She don't even like the new way. She don't even care how, how slow, how long it takes us to put it together. Here I'm thinking, man, this, this dude figured out a way to create a whole bunch of water balloons at one time. And then my daughter's sitting up here enjoying the, the one moment that we have together, filling up one water balloon. And I can feel the love in that. She goes, that, Daddy, that's how you used to do it when you was a kid? I'm only 40 years old. Me being a kid was just a spell ago. So this is the type of stuff that men are going to go through growing up being a husband. As a husband, you're going to consistently keep on growing. You know what? As a husband and a man who is extremely responsible over his entire family on both sides, you're going to be looked at as the most iconic person in the world. As a boyfriend, ah, eh, it's cool. Y'all going to get married soon? Because they people want to know what's the commitment. When a man commits to a woman, there's a part of love in there. When a man has a child by a woman, there's a lot of love in there. We all know how sex works. We all know that it can do some crazy things. But when a man gives you a child and he stays there and he's going to work as much as he can to keep you comfortable, baby, that's love. I'm sorry. It ain't just working. That's love. Because he can easily say, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. I'm a le There have been men who will say, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. I'm leaving you with those kids. I'm out of here. I'm not marrying you. Hell no, I'm not marrying you. For what? Uh, matter of fact, you let me milk the cow. I ain't marrying you. You ain't the type of woman that I want to marry. A woman who wanted to marry me, she wouldn't even give it to me until the day of marriage. There's dudes out there like that. I'm a little different. Now, you got you to gotta show me something. I ain't just married. No, no, I ain't going out like that. As a matter of fact, my grandma, she, she kind of she gave me the advice. And she was like, you don't, don't do no girl like that. But you might want to milk the cow first, you know. Don't just, you know. But my grandma was like, if God is in it and it and, and it's to be honored, the woman that you marry, she's gonna be a good woman. You ain't gotta think if she's gonna be like this or she nasty, she's gonna be a good woman, she's gonna be a virtuous woman. But a lot of men run into women who put on the facade of the sexual acts how much they're going to love you, uh, what they would consider to be the soft girl era uh, or the feminine era, right? And the way for you to look through that is how that person treats you as a man, as a husband. 
there's a certain type of treatment that a man's intuition can pick up on where he go, oh, man, God, damn, I didn't pick the wrong one. It could be two years in, three years in, four years in, definitely about seven. You'd be like, golly, I didn't pick the wrong one. She was good for me at the time, no doubt. It was it was good. It was all good a week ago. But then you go, yeah, she ain't, she ain't doing what she used to do. I mean, we used to get it in, and she ain't uh, she ain't even doing that no more. Right? So the love of a man is in front of your face. Most women, when you start to talk to them, <clears throat> as you start to grow up and get older into things, you start realizing that the love that they're looking for is the attention that their father had gave them. Because a father will always tell his daughter how pretty she is, how smart she is, because he's 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 trying to build some type of responsibility in her and also some confidence. But then you realize, well, I can't be I can't be your father. I can't I can't be your dad. I'm sorry, I'm not going to compliment you every day. I'm sorry, I'm not going to call you every day. I'm not going to text you. I'm not going to do all these things every day. Why? Because I'm an asset at where I'm at. I'm busy. I even got to the point, and I'll give you guys, I'll divulge a little information about my personal marriage. I even got to the point where I told my wife, I say, uh, don't call me unless it's an emergency. Because I didn't have time to be cutesy with you. I'm sorry. I used to be cutesy with you when I was like remotely broke. And I was working at this job I didn't want to work at, but hey, we got different bills. Hey, listen, matter of fact, we got a whole entire human being that we got to take care of. I ain't really got time. My mind's somewhere else. Wait, what bill we behind on? Oh, snap. I ain't even know that. So that's where a man mind is most of the time. But maybe, maybe, let's just say this, and I'll humor you guys. Maybe th that was the mind of a broke man at the time. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not super rich. And as I can see, the the multi uh, millionaires and multi billionaires and trillionaires and the super rich, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they got more problems than me. They got way more problems than me. They got, listen, they got people trying to kill them. I'm just I'm just trying to keep a roof over my head. They got people trying to take their life and kidnap them. So maybe I'm mistaken. I'm doing the best that I can do. And when women don't recognize that, then you're going to find yourself in a situation that you're in where you don't appreciate the man because you're not realizing that whatever he's doing to keep the bills paid, to keep the roof over your head from, from, from you guys standing on the side of a street corner talking about you know we'll work for food yeah you're gonna fall out of love with that dude but you gotta honor and respect the guy who created a whole company just to make sure your way of life is good you created products to make sure we never go broke and you're gonna treat him second nature you're gonna treat that man less than do you know what it takes for just, just just a man. Do you know what it takes for a man to create a product, to put it in the store, for it to sell every single day for the rest of your life? Do you know what that takes? 
Do you know the audacity, the tenacity, the arrogance, if you will, for a man to think something and put it into a tangibility? You can touch it. For it to take care of you for the rest of your life. To have dominion over the world to show your creation. For, for then someone to take a fire to it and burn it up. And you're just supposed to feel second nature to it. Like, oh, I'll just start over. I'll just do it again. It's not how it works. That's not how it works. This is why so many people say if somebody ever treats you disrespectful in your marriage or your relationship, just leave because it's going to get worse as you keep on going further along. And do your best not to have kids by that person because it's really going to be worse. This is the type of stories that are in this book. Husband versus boyfriend duties. Now, if you want to take the easy way out, it's always going to be easier just to be a boyfriend. Always. But the responsibility it takes to be a husband is way greater than what you guys think. Is it this way? There we go. That way. Way greater. But a lot of people don't understand that, man. So I hope I hope that this video goes far with you guys because the love of a man is real. It's absolutely real. And I'm I'm actually kind of tired of hearing about it because you hear so many disparaging stories of when fathers do harm to their whole entire family. But what does that come from though? It, it don't just come out of nowhere. It happens for a reason. It happens for a reason, guys. So do men know how to love? Absolutely. Absolutely they know how to love. You ever see a man with children? That's his love. In physical form. You ever seen... Have you ever seen a father at a playground... Or at an amusement park, and, and the mom is not around. You know she's there somewhere, but the mom is not around. And you see that father playing with his kids. That's love, baby. That's love in his physical form. Because he knows that that child needs to smile. He knows that he that child needs to see him smile. That child needs that physical touch. We hear the stories about these relationships all the time. Fathers are important, point blank, period. I mean, both parties are important, but the love of a man? I used to love the fact that I can give my dad a hug. My dad is still alive, currently in the year 2023, but I used to love the fact that I can give my father a hug. I loved it. At any age, loved it. And I'm sure he would say the same thing too. And growing up as a kid who had to just spend the summers with my dad, and then when it came time when I was 18, I had the decision to go live with him full time. 
I, I became so much of my own person that I didn't go stay with him full time. It was it was still kind of like summerish. Until we worked out something to say, well, if I ever if I ever like get too broke or don't have a job, you can always come work with me. So it turned into that. But being in these relationships is it's, it's extremely important that you guys think about your children first, because once the kids get here, trust me when I say it's no longer about you no more. It's really about them. Because at that particular point, the way life is supposed to have happened is that you two are are situated in your life circumstances to where this you can give the attention to the child. Children need all of your attention. They need your attention so much until they get into their 30s and 40s. Damn near, you probably can't even let go of your kids until they buy married. Because when they're married, Eventually, they have their own kids, and they were supposed to learn from what you had taught them. But we can see clear examples to today's time that, hell, even my parents still helping me out. So there's something in that that a lot of people happen to miss. Relationships are important. You guys make a choice to get married. That's a decision that two people kind of talk over. Because you're you're kind of supposed to go to counseling, you get the marriage certificate. There there are just certain steps where people go, well, listen, this is what it's going to be. And what a lot of men have to understand, and and this is probably kind of sad to say, what a lot of men have to understand is this: you have to understand that, unfortunately, in your marriage, it probably be it won't be sex all the time. Why? Because if you're a busy person like me. When I, I was always flying in and out of town. I'm trying to do licensing deals. I'm trying to get my product over here. I'm I'm missing time away from my family. I'm doing all that. It was no chop chop for me every day. I'm on an airplane. I'm in the airport talking about I got a two hour layover. It's going on midnight. I'm up here willing and dealing, trying to get my stuff in Fortune 500 companies. This sex at that time was the furthest thing from my mind. I got my wife and my child at home alone. And I'm out here willing and dealing. So it's not going to be intimate all the time. So what am I telling you? You got to go in with that type of understanding. If you're a person that's out here and you're an asset to society, and you have to do things where you have to be there and you have to show up and you, you're you just the, the, the brains behind the operation. Trust me when I say you're going to have to make time to be intimate. Excuse me. This is why when it comes down to athletes, some of them in their contract clause, their wives have to be there. That's important. And sex for a man is important. And trust me, I lost a lot of it. But if I look back and go, well, I tell you what, I'll never be broke another day in my life. That that not, that is a fact. I I won't ever have to struggle another day in my life. I may struggle with frustration. I may struggle with what I see on the world. I may struggle with communicating to you guys, but as far as my personal life and the things I can do for my family, I will never 
And I and I repeat, I will never struggle a day in my life. Never. It's just not going to happen. But I sacrificed the time with my family to, to say that. But now I can't do that anymore because I'm, I'm at a different place. There's no more sacrificing like that for my family. My daughter's getting too older. I'm getting older. My wife's getting older. The that type of sacrifice is gone. It's, it's time to spend time with the family. It's time to love the family the way I, I had intended. But I, I needed to get up to a certain place for myself in order for that understanding to take place. And, it, you know, it's in my true expectations for you. I hope that you guys can find a woman like that. I hope that you guys can find a woman who's understanding, who knows that, you know what, I, I see him trying to get somewhere, but you're going to find women in your timeline, that are not going to appreciate the fact that you are doing everything that you can to make that love come back. You know, you know you stepped away from it, but it's like, I, I got to do this because you, you're telling me that you don't want to do this, so if you're not going to go back to working, then I got to work to, to cover your half. But what did I tell you? What, what do... what? What does the world see? What do women see? Women see that you are made out of every material in the world. Your mama sees it. Your auntie sees it. Your grandma, your cousin. They see men made out of every material because one of the main things you'll hear a woman say is, you're a man. And what does that mean? What does that mean when they say that? It means that you can do anything. Now, it's supposed to be a form of encouragement, but also it's a form of pressure. It's, it's weighing heavy on your shoulders because you're like, yeah, you know what? I am a man. But it's like, God, I'm tired, though. Uh, I'm a little sleepy. No, no, no. You can't be sleepy. You, you better keep on driving. No, no. Listen, I got to pull over. I need to hit a rest area. Nope, nope, nope. We got two more hours to go. You're like, no, nah, I, I can't make it. And, and, and what happens is the moment you show that vulnerability, the moment Solomon opened up his heart was the moment that women in the entire woman's sphere realized that men are capable of weakness. Therefore, let me find out what this man's weakness is. And that's the kick that women have been on for centuries. I want to find out what is your weakness. What can I take away from you? And one of the main things that women have learned that they can take away from men to make them weak is their children. What are the most inspirational stories that you've ever heard? What do you hear the kids say who, who their fathers have been in their lives? Man, my dad did this. They got a perfect story of a mother and father who's been together, uh, the Ball family. What did that man do for all three of his sons? The man created a league for two of his sons, but he always told all three of his sons that they're going to all play in the NBA together. Now, the mama was there, 
But who who do they contribute to the most? Their dad. Man, my dad told me I can do it. Can you imagine? You can do it. Four words. You can do it. That's all you heard your whole life. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And you're looking at him like, man, he, well, if he said I can do it, man, I must can do it. All three of his sons are in the NBA. So when I see all three of those guys in the NBA, I look at look at the love of that father. Look at the love of that man. All three of his sons in the NBA since they were kids. They they're not even 30. In today's time, it's the year 2023 at recording this. Those boys aren't even none of them are even 30. They babies in the NBA, in a national basketball association, all because all three of them heard from their father, you can do it. That's crazy. And women want to take that away from a man. The ability for him to mentor, for him to love, for him to teach, for him to be there. You want to take that away. When your kids male or female, can become one of the most substantial people in the world that can give back, that can help, that can provide, that can do things. So the love of a man is in his children, if, if he has any. But men, we love. We feel. We feel. I have feelings. And in my past, I probably gave up too much of my feeling to women who didn't deserve it. But I've learned from it. And typically when a man gets married, he has he's supposed to have learned somewhat of a lesson, not to uh, fall in head over heels in love and not to give up too much of his assets and just, you know, be somebody who's just totally soft towards a woman. He has some reserve about himself. But many men want to be in love with the woman that they're with. Don't be fooled. If if I'm with you and you're in my home and you're in my bed, I, I want to I want to talk to you. I want to tell you things. But if, if I start to feel like you're going to use it against me, I'm not going to tell you nothing. I'm not going to say anything to you. That's, that's In today's time, that's probably anybody. You know, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm cool. I'm not going to do this. Don't think for one second that a man doesn't want to spend time with you we just know that at a certain point, we need to tinker with certain things. We need to kind of, you know, I got to be around the fellas a little bit. Hey, you go hang out with the ladies. I love you, but, you know, I need some space. You need some space. Go ahead and do your thing. You, you're cool. I know you're with me. I know, you You know, you're my wife. I ain't worried about nothing. I'm your husband. Don't you worry about nothing. I'm here with you. Yeah, we got, we got kids. But the outside world starts to creep in. This is why the Bible states when a man and a woman get together, he's supposed to cleave. Get, look, 
Look at that. You, you, you become one. You cleave together. But the notion of marriage is dissipating. It's, it's going away. And I think this book right here, Husband versus Boyfriend Duties, is probably going to help a lot of people more than I think because you guys are not hearing enough of the scenarios of what happened between the two. There's a major responsibility to, to be a husband. There are just some, some statutes, if you will, that if you're doing it traditionally and you get married under the law, that God kind of holds you to those statutes. And it's important because you're, you're, you're in the, uh, uh, the ability of bringing children into it. And it doesn't state what type of children you're going to have. There are millions of children with disabilities, brother. Sister, they... Are you going to abandon your kids because they can't walk? You know that there are children born without a jaw? The children born blind, deaf, can't taste? Are you, you going to leave? Yeah, I'm out. You can't. I mean, I guess you can, but I, you can't. There are children that are born that will never walk. There are children born without legs. There's kids born without fingertips, man. It's everything that you can think of, kid. This is serious. Listen, love, love is serious. It's a serious thing. That's why it's not to be taken lightly because people, when you, when you feel it, and I don't know if you've ever felt it, but when you feel love from the other person, you want to be with that person. I mean, I love you. Like, I, I really want to be with you. And you don't see anything else. You just see the person that you're with. You know, I really, I really love you. And this is, you know, and it, we start doing things to materialize it. We do things to materialize, it. you know, we buy stuff. And then we start realizing that the stuff don't even matter. It's it's my presence, if anything. It's me being there that really kind of shows. And then, and then at some point, the presence isn't enough. And I don't mean like give. I mean like you actually physically being there isn't enough. And it's like, well, okay, well, I done did everything I can do. If you can't see that I love you, then I don't know what to tell you. And some people, marriages kind of get to that. You know, they get to the point where it's like, oh, all right, well, listen, I done did all I can do. And, if you can't tell I can love you, then I don't, you know, maybe you need to go find somebody else. You know. But that's how it is. Can a man love? Yeah, duh, a man can love. <laughs> Look around you. There's love, there's love all around us. Men created things because of love. Now, can we love the way God loves? No. But he, he gives us a portion of it. Yeah. Because we as, as human beings, we as men and women, we put conditions on love. This is why the term unconditional came about. Unconditional love. 
Are you capable of unconditional love? Yeah, you're capable of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Capable of unconditional love. We rocking and rolling, man. It's been an hour and 31 plus minutes. I had some fun. This has been cooking from start to finish. I think I played a video earlier. Uh, big shout out to everybody in the chat room. Big shout out to Corey, Misha Mock. Salute to you guys. Big shout out to the people watching in the clouds. I can tell you right now, this has been fire from start to finish. Because, you know, I'm 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 kind of when I say sick, that's a lack of better term. I'm just kind of sick of people saying that men aren't supposed to feel a certain type of way. Listen, when you have a woman that you love, you love that woman. I get it. When they see some men kind of being like soft and suckerish, I, I get that part because it's highlighted through the media. You know, people like uh, Russell Wilson. I, I get it. But I understand that if those two, Sierra and, and, and Russell, if they really do love each other, then the things that he do for her, that, well, that's love for him. And I think what I think what's happening is what we see from that relationship is that we see the lack of appreciation that Sierra gives. And when men pick up on that intuition, we'd be like, oh, man, she playing him. Bro, she don't deserve your love. This is why so many men be trying to talk to other men about women. Bro, she playing you. She doing this. She don't appreciate you because men know appreciation. We know we can tell who we're supposed to give our love to. You think that we don't? You think you think that we don't see that? Do you think for one second that Russell Wilson haven't sat down with another group of men and be like, bro, Sierra wilding on you, bro. She did this and then he'd be like, really? You think he don't know that? You think he not playing his cards right? You think he don't know that when he talks to divorce attorneys that call him up on the sneak, that he don't know what he got himself into? It's just too late. Men know. We know. We know. Some men just don't act on it, but we know. We know. We hear the information. We know. We're doing the research. I know. <laughs> I know. Trust me. That's why this is coming out. Because I, I want more men to know. This is a huge responsibility. I'm more so on the husband side because I'm married, but. Man, you have to take care of an entire person. That sometimes. They need inspiration. Their parents are not going to be around. So they depend on you to talk to them. And as a husband, you're going to fill so many voids in people's lives that you 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 don't you you don't have a clue how many people you're going to run into. Where people are going to look at your marriage and be like, "Man, I like what you have going on." Now, granted, I don't always have the most pleasant conversations. There's some miscommunication in there, uh, lack of time being spent. I'm going too much. Uh, hell, I'm on a podcast, all kind of stuff. That's a part of it. But when, when the other person 
doesn't solely understand the mission, the purpose, that's where the problem lies. And that's what this book is about. I'm trying to get you to understand whatever issues you, whatever issues you think you have and whatever conditions you're putting on that person, put it at zero. Because that person is trying to do something to benefit the well-being of everybody. But when you see it as, oh, you just being selfish and you always do a podcast and you always gone and you don't love me. You don't talk to me. You, 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 you be like, man, cut it out. Cut it out. Un Ladies, women, understand we are men. We are here to create. I'm going to say it again. We are men. We are here to create. There is love there for you. And even if a man was up under you all the time anyway, you wouldn't appreciate it. If a dude, you know, here's something that's, that's ironic. If a dude was a billionaire, I know at what seventy million dollars, seventy million dollars, if spent conservatively, will last one hundred and forty years. So a billion dollars will last. You can put probably put it at a, let's say a thousand. Even if a guy was a billionaire and he didn't have anywhere to go, yeah, nothing to do. The money's in the bank. I'm talking about net. Just it's in the bank. One million. In a check, I mean, one billion in a checking account, and a guy was just up under you all day, giving you the love that you want. You would hate that dude. You liked him at first because there was a little chase to it. Oh, I'm telling you, he, I got a billionaire. Boom, boom, boom. Then he like, you know, listen, it's me and you all day, every day. I mean, he just right up under you. I mean, he may wake up late. You know, you get yourself dressed. He's asleep. You wake him up. Hey, what are we going to do today? And he's always around you. Hey, you, you would hate that dude. Because you'll start to say, don't you got something to do? Even regular dudes who got a regular job get that from their women. They got the weekend off. He, you know, hey, he want to spend some time with his lady. She don't want to spend time with him. Don't you got something to do? You're like, no, I, I got the weekend off. What, what are we doing? Well, I'm going to hang out with my girls. You're like, so if he, the guy was a billionaire, had the money up under you all the time, you'd be like, nah, you too soft. You too, you, I've heard this before. I've heard it said to me and I've heard it in conversation. You too nice. You too nice for me. Boy, what you want me to do? Smack you around or something? Like, not, not pay, like ignore you? What? Then I've heard, yeah, I like it when you ignore me. You'd be like, what? Ignore you. Like when like when you call me, like just press ignore. Yeah, I like that. When you don't respond to my text messages, I like that. I'm like, all right, yeah, cool. I ain't want to talk to your ass anyway. So <clears throat> what I've learned in writing this book and being around a multitude of women is Men do know how to love. Most men in the physical form, their children are made out of love because men love their children. 
And for the most part, to kind of conclude a synopsis of the book is that women don't know what they want. They just don't. You're, it takes a, it's a certain type of woman who is 100% satisfied with the man that she has. And I, I explain that type of woman in the book. You know, and this isn't to, oh, go read the book. I, I don't care what y'all do. You, you ain't, first of all, uh, you can buy the book. You don't have to buy the book. I'm just putting it out for my benefit. That's my last one. <laughs> That's it. It is what it is. If you want to find out what's the answer to a husband versus a boyfriend, trust me, you have never heard it like this. And this is coming from so many different aspects of life from other men that I know who are. I mean, just the other day we had Carol Roth on. So we got men and women in this book that talk about these these situations that you guys have just never heard it. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about people who are super rich. I might be super rich. Now, but we're talking about people who 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 deal with a different dynamic in life. They got they got bigger problems than you guys. <laughs> I mean, they, they got people trying to take them out. You 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 trying to find out if you're gonna clock in to work or not. So this is gonna be a great book. It's gonna be a great book, man. So this is a great conversation. I really appreciate you guys. Um, I'm about to wrap it up. Yeah, you know, it's fun. This is fun, but but yeah, man, the love of a man, the love of a man, it's there. You just got the women have to appreciate it, though. But if a man start pulling away from you, you, I can tell you right now, you're not you're not being intimate with him. You're not talking to him. You're not loving him. And we know this. Trust me, we know this. You know, we know it. You know, anyway, let's go ahead and wrap it up. I, I really do appreciate you guys. Y'all been in the building. Some people stuck it out with me. I'm not for sure who was watching in the clouds, but big shout out to everybody. If you want to learn more about me, uh, by all means, go to DarshanMcAway.com. You are listening to wildpodcast.me. We have some phenomenal interviews. I even have a playlist. Um, I have a celebrity playlist that I just put together the other day. Uh, I'll, I'll link it in the description. I'm trying to see if I can get it to pull up now, but I'll link my celebrity playlist in the description because I want people to listen to the conversations that I was having with certain celebrities throughout my career. So uh, feel free to go to wildpodcast.me to catch up on the latest interviews, but um, I'm going to put the link in the description to the playlist um, for YouTube. So if you want to be a part <clears throat> Excuse me. If you want to be a part of the show, be a guest and talk about your book or your product or your business, uh, feel free to email me. It's right on the screen. So bring your attention to the screen for the email. And it's not Gmail. I do not have a Gmail account. So uh, please be aware of that. So it's wildpodcast at mail.com. Also, feel free to check out my children's publishing company. Of course, all uh, proceeds go to my daughter's savings account. Uh, all the merchandise on there is original. So go to babyauthors.com and just keep on helping us uh, support that business. But, you know, in life, man, you're going to always run through ups and downs. And that's just a part of it. You know, you can make your life hard for yourself. Um, but I want people to know that life isn't hard. It's just that people can make it hard for you because you don't wake up every morning saying, I'm going to make it hard for myself. 
it's usually somebody else frustrating you, getting you agitated. So I believe, and it's just my perception, my opinion of it. I don't believe that life is hard. I just think that some people make life hard for you. Um, and I have a, uh, a video called Stereotypes, and I'll put that in the description as well. In the video Stereotypes, I make a clear indication of how someone is trying to make it hard for me when I woke up and made it easy for myself. You know, so life isn't hard. And I always know, always know this, if you bring your attention to the screen, is that you're doing it right. You know, we grow up hearing what we're doing wrong. We grow up hearing no. But whatever you're doing for yourself, you're doing it right. You're making it happen. So if you're being progressive every day and you're being positive every day, you're doing it right. Anyway, I'm your boy, Darshan. We're doing our thing. I thank you guys so much for being here. I really appreciate you. I'm going to catch you guys on the flip side. Hey, listen, this is my heart and my desires for you to have all the expectations that come through your mind. And I hope that God blesses you with it. Be humble. Stay up. We out of here. Peace.